Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And I am personally so excited about today's guest because she truly embodies and shows women how to walk in their feminine, igniting their feminine power and If you're listening to this podcast for a while, you know how much I aligned with this teaching about feminine flow and embodiment. And Amy Natalie is someone who not only tells others what to do, she does it, she shows it, she embodies, she walks it, she dances it. You know, you got to see her Instagram, she dances through that. So I am so excited to have you here today and to dive deeper and to really showcase what is possible when we step into that beautiful, fierce feminine. Mm, Yeah, thank you for that amazing intro. And I'm really excited to be here to share the wisdom that wants to come through today. Mm, Beautiful. So before we go into that beautiful aspect of the feminine energy that I'm so excited to really dive deeper with you, I love starting my podcast with a short guided visual meditation. Are you open for that? Of course. (laughs) Let's do it. So just find however you can put yourself comfortable on your chair. You can just lean back, relax, taking a deep breath in through your nose, breathing out through your mouth and really relaxing in this present moment. Reconnecting to your breath, reconnecting to your heart. Everything around you, it's softening and slowing down. It almost feels like the slow motion movie where everything is slowing down, softening, you're melting in your chair. Your face is softening. Your neck and shoulders are releasing any tension, like melting away. In your belly, it's rising and falling. Your legs are heavier and relaxed. And as you are finding yourself in this beautiful, relaxed state, where nothing else matters but you and this present moment. I would love for you to visualize a beautiful, crisp morning in Bali. You're waking up at the most beautiful Airbnb, walking up on the balcony 
hearing the waves, hearing the soft breeze. The sun is kissing your skin and you're just flowing with the day. Your heart is so full of gratitude. And as a part of your morning ritual, you are whispering the three things that you are thankful for that day, that morning in your life. What would you say? What things come to your heart in that beautiful space? What are the three things you are the deeply thankful for right now? The first is my health and my radiance. I have been on a long health journey. And so to be able to feel healthy and vibrant and alive in my body is really such a gift. If anyone's been through chronic health issues or ever felt had a negative relationship with their body, even coming to peace with that and to a space of healing is, is everything. It really is. Uh, another piece that feels really deep in my heart is sisterhood and the relationships that I have with the women in my life, the type of authentic connection and support and love and really being able to be seen and to connect in such a loving, authentic way. And again, that is something that on my journey has not always come easily. And the third is experiencing the momentum and flow in my business, in the women that I'm getting to serve and the clarity that I'm feeling at this moment in time. Mm, that's so beautiful. And thank you so much for your honesty, because sometimes I feel like we take so many things for granted until we don't have them. And, you know, sometimes when my clients come to me and they're like complaining about certain things, like complaining about family or complaining about their job or complaining about, you know, their state of body or health, I'm like, okay, now for a moment, imagine that you don't have that. Your family, it's not there. You don't have the job, you know, like it's such a big awakening. And, you know, I, I so deeply resonate with understanding like the health journey um would you be open to share with what was your healing journey like would trigger it or would you know like what helped you heal it mm -hmm. yeah well i think there's many different components to it because as we know health is very complex and there's there's different layers of healing that we get to discover but i really do feel like the challenges that I was experiencing with my health are actually what led me to my spiritual path and led me to being more attuned to my body and to my intuition. And so I experienced chronic digestive issues where I was bloated. I was feeling in a lot of pain. I had skin issues, a, an autoimmune condition, eczema, and I, my weight was fluctuating and I just felt really, really in a lot of discomfort in my body for a long time. And so as most people do, I went to the doctor and the doctors didn't know what was wrong. They said, just take this medication. And I knew that that wasn't the answer. And so I started to explore holistic health options. I went to go see a nutritionist and 
did find a lot of value in that. And as I changed my, my food choices and got to understand what foods worked well for my body and which ones didn't, I felt so much more empowered. And that's when I became a nutritionist and a holistic health coach. Cause I was like, I have to share this with other people because I had no idea any of this information. And there's so many people struggling with their health. And now I want to help them. Now I want to be in service and to give them this information that quite literally changed my life. Mm -hmm. And as I continued on my health journey, I started to realize that there was a stress and an emotional component and that my body was actually speaking to me. And looking back, now I know that my soul was speaking to me through my body. It was telling me that there was things that were out of alignment in my life that were contributing to dis-ease and disharmony in my body. And so as I continued down my spiritual path and started a meditation practice and really learning how to listen to my body, listen to the wisdom of my body, I started to figure out ways of lifestyle factors and food and just, yeah, ways of being that really supported my health and my vitality. And it's an ongoing journey. It takes a lot of presence and continuing to really nourish my body and to tune in to my body. How much rest do I need? What type of exercise do I, does my body want? Not what do I think I should do to lose weight or because I'm, I don't want to be lazy. It's like, what does my body actually want intuitively and what does it need? And the more that I listen to that, the better results that I've gotten. Mm, that's so beautiful because it's really like the full circle coming back to yourself, coming back to your truth, learning to listen to your intuition and not feeling that, you know, like your body's betraying you. This is something that, you know, I, I don't know if you're familiar with medical medium, but when I was healing my, my autoimmune, you know, I healed my Hashimoto and adrenal fatigue and inflammation in my knees and a lot of it was through his protocol. And one thing, it's so interesting. When I was healing my autoimmune, I, I was, girl, I was researching everyone, everything, all the podcasts, all the books and everything. And the moment when the doctor or the person who was teaching about autoimmune said that your body's attacking itself, I tune off. I'm like, I can't listen to this person. I don't believe it. Everyone can believe whatever they want. But I truly believe that our bodies are here for us and trying to talk to us and through us. And it's not like it's betraying you and it's attacking yourself. It's the viruses that we have in our bodies that we are feeding through our food and nutrition. So I love that you started there. You started with the nutrition and really seeing your body differently. And then you're like, okay, this is amazing. And this is not the whole picture. So you tune into your routines and meditation and mindfulness. And I'm wondering when did the feminine energy, feminine flow came in? It's like, was it through you like really connecting to your intuition and now you're feeling and listening to your body that it was able to come through or tell me the story before I will make it up for you. <laughs> yeah. I first learned about masculine and feminine energy when I was studying a line of work called eating psychology and really learning about how we can so often approach food and exercise from the masculine lens of measuring and counting and having all of these rules and restrictions. And where a lot of times where even some nutrition and alternative 
medicine approach goes, it misses a lot of that feminine energy and essence of listening to your body and tuning into your intuition and Mm -hmm. noticing how am I feeling? So instead of trying to calculate everything from your mind, actually tuning into your body. So that was really when it first came online for me, but similar to what you shared, I struggled with adrenal fatigue and I was going really hard in my business. I was going really hard with my exercise. I was being really restrictive with my food and I was really unhappy and had a lot of inflammation in my body. And what I was doing wasn't working that well. And so I actually went on vacation this one time and I was in Mexico and I realized, oh, wait, I don't have any of the symptoms that I normally have when I'm at home. I don't have, I'm not responding to food the way that I normally do. My blood sugar seems pretty stable. Like what is different? Cause I feel significantly different. Mm -hmm. And that was the biggest black and white example that I had of, oh, you know, it's not just about the food, but there's actually something about being present about being relaxed, about being in the feminine Mm -hmm. that is supporting my healing and that my body is responding really well to. So that's kind of was my entry point to the feminine was through my health journey. And when I went to a naturopathic doctor, they, and they tested my adrenals and my cortisol levels, they're like, you need to stop running. You need to stop doing all these high intensity workouts. And I loved those workouts. I was an athlete and a dancer growing up and it was really hard for me to listen to that. And I remember going on my first walk, which was supposed to be a workout. And I was like, this is a joke. Like, there's no way this is going to work. I was so afraid of gaining weight at the time. I was so afraid of losing all of my strength and all of that, but it isn't about being in feminine flow all the time. It's about listening to what your, where your body's at in the season that it's at, and also listen to what your body needs at any given time. So I, I like to remind people that The reason why I talk a lot about feminine energy is because so many of us are in this hyper-masculine paradigm and it's not serving us, but we need some of that masculine energy. We don't want to just be in our feminine energy all the time. We need both. So um, that's kind of the more grounded, balanced approach that I like to take. That's so beautiful and amazing. And I love how you were led through it, you know, like through your own experience, your healing, you know, the the book. And I was most of my life in a masculine. I was an, you know, I was fitness competitor. So counting everything like, oh my God, I remember when I used to freak out that I had one extra rice cake because I was so hungry. You know, it it was just so strict and so like, just like single focus on like, I get to get on that stage, the leanest. Then I was like too lean on the stage, by the way. But it, it's just so fascinating. I want you to speak about why do you feel it's not a good idea to be way too in masculine or way too in feminine? Because what I've experienced on my journey was that I was in my masculine, I realized it through like some, you know, hardship. And I'm like, oh, I get to relax and release and learn how to receive. It was such a struggle for me to like release the control, right? But then when I tasted the feminine, I was like, oh, I want to do this all the time. Who cares? Appointments, who cares? Like, it will flow, right? So it was just like too far on both spectrum. Why do we get to learn to balance these two and knowing when to step into the masculine and when to step into the feminine? What what could it look like if we do one or the other in our life or business? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the imagery that I like for this one is really looking at a pendulum where when you are so far in your masculine, sometimes you need to swing really far into your feminine for that recovery and healing. And then the the goal is to come back into the center. And I also know some women who are really far in their feminine and it's really hard for them to access their masculine. And so we kind of need to implement more structure in a way that is supportive uh, and not where they're going to completely resist it and then come back into the center. So what I would say, I'll, I'll give a business example for this one, because we've been using examples from, from health. And I think this is helpful. And this is part of my journey as well is, is learning how to, what I call dance between these two energies. It's not a 50, 50 balance. It's not, okay, I'm in my masculine now. And then I'm in my feminine later. It's how do I learn how to flow and how to dance with these two energies? Cause they're energies. They're not these like static things that can be calculated. It's about what is going to best serve me in this moment. So if we're too far in the masculine in business, you're probably going to hit burnout at some point. You're going to feel really un like you're going to be working a lot and making a lot of money, but you're not going to feel fulfilled or lit up by your business. You're going to be like checking all the boxes, doing all the things, but you're going to be like, wait, I made all this money and now I feel unhappy or now I feel like exhausted all of the time, right? So we get into that hyper-masculine mode and we lose all of that aliveness, that juiciness, that, that creativity, that inspiration that we have. Then if you go on the other spectrum too far into the feminine and you're in your creativity and you're in your flow and you're just doing whatever feels good and I'm not going to have anything on my calendar and I'm just going to let everything come to me. A lot of times we end up feeling chaotic unproductive, overwhelmed, feeling like you're not doing enough and it isn't serving you. It isn't moving you forward. There's no momentum, right? So the way that I like to integrate these two energies in business is to create masculine structure where you have a schedule, but you have a schedule that's really intentional and you create blocks where you have space for creativity. You have space for self-care and nourishment. You have space to go take a dance class or a yoga class or go walk out in nature. So you're not scheduling yourself back to back to back without any breaks. You're being really intentional about using that masculine structure for the feminine flow. And then another way that I use play with these two energies is instead of just writing down your goals and taking action and being coming at everything from the masculine, I talk about alignment first and connecting with your heart, connecting with your energy, feeling in alignment before you take action. So what, what feels most inspiring? What's lighting you up the most? What's exciting you? What feels alive in your body? and then take action on that. Oh girl, you're speaking my language. You just described <laughs> my whole life, like being burned out, making the money, not being fulfilled, then stepping into my feminine, not wanting to do anything. It will manifest, it will come. Like I just wanna chill and, and just being on the both spectrums, but then learning 
And I say the same thing to dance between those two energies because it's not possible to be 50-50. It's not. There is a times that you can be more in your feminine and there is the times that, okay, we are launching, we are building, we are doing something. And you can always, and, and I feel like you get to always create a space for the femininity. Like in the morning, like I love flow. I usually don't start anything before 10, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Same. Because- <laughs> I, I love that morning and it's not like Petya is sleeping till like 9.30 and then she rolls off the bed, puts on the clothes and gets on the camera. I woke up this morning at like 5 a.m. Well, I woke up at 2 a.m. And, and I'm like, okay, it's not time yet. So I went back to bed, <laughs> but I wake up around 5 or 6, but then I do my meditation. I do my yoga. I do my shower, my rituals, my journaling, reading, whatever feels right. It's not like it's on my schedule, what I get to do for my rituals. Right. So allowing myself for flow and the same, like I don't work until like after like 4 PM. Right. Unless it's like, you know, international calls and you are there at 6 PM yawning. Um, but it's, it's like creating those spaces so you can allow yourself to feel the momentum and the movement. And sometimes it's so challenging for my clients because, like their dream is to live on the beach and they leave the job. We help them to, you know, go and live on the beach and then they don't want to do anything because they're in a feminine energy, whether they're in, you know, Bali, Hawaii, Costa Rica, Tulum, there's so much feminine energy that it's putting it into them. They're like, I just want to be on the beach. I don't want to be on my computer, you know? So what is the one thing you can recommend to, you know, there is one woman who is too much in her masculine and there is a woman who is too much in her feminine. What would you recommend to each of them so they can create this beautiful dance of life? Mm. Yeah. For the woman who is too much in her feminine, I invite you to look at at your relationship with structure and really taking a look at where maybe you have an inner rebel or where you have some wounds around feeling like you can't show up or where you feel some blocks around your success. Maybe you say you want to be successful, but you're afraid that if you are successful, then you're not going to have time for self-care and taking, you know, uh, being, yeah, being in your feminine flow. That's like terrifying for someone who loves to be in their feminine. So really taking a look at some of the blocks that might be there for you and remembering that, when you create the structure, it creates freedom. Structure creates freedom. Mm -hmm. So being in your feminine flow, not making a lot of money is not that fun. Mm -hmm. Having the structures in place in your business. And remember that when you do have those structures in place and when you are bringing in revenue, you can also hire people to do the things that are not in your zone of genius or that you don't love doing so that then you can have more time for feminine flow. But when you're building a business, especially in the beginning stages, it does require some more focus and structure to allow for that feminine flow. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would share is taking a look at some of the mindsets that you have around structure and reframing, remembering that the structure is actually going to provide you more freedom in the long term. Mm, I love that. I love that because sometimes we're, and listen, I, I'm there too. Like when my husband wants to sit down and plan for the next three, six, 12 months of our business, you know, I'm like, 
no, like I don't feel like, and I don't like spreadsheets and I don't like, like, I like flowing. I love intuitively channeling what's happening. And it does give you freedom because then you don't have to be thinking about it. It's like the energy within you that you're carrying, like, oh, I have to do this. And I don't know what's happening. You know, when the money's coming from, when you know what is happening, then you have the freedom to self-express yourself and expand. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, Natalia, this is so beautiful and amazing. So for those who are like, oh my gosh, I want to more of this girl. I want to learn about her. What are the best places people can connect with you online? Yeah. I wanted to add one more quick piece before we wrap. And this is a, a piece of wisdom that has really served me specifically when I've been really in my masculine. So the, the wisdom is that rest is productive that rest can be just as productive and is as essential as doing things, as taking action. And we see this in nature. Nature is not always going to be in summer. There's seasons and there's chapters where rest actually allows us to show up more fully when we are taking action. So I wanted to add that piece for those of you who struggle with the feminine is like really practicing, giving yourself permission to rest. And what you'll find is that you'll be more energized, more focused, and that you'll enjoy building your business a lot more when you give yourself that space. Mm, I love that. And this is exactly what I needed to know six years ago. So thank you for the reminder. (laughs) And so many of my clients, they're struggling, like they're feeling like guilty, like I should be doing. I'm like, no, like I'm like, it's a part of your business creating a you day and creating no technology day and creating pauses and rest, it helps your creativity and productivity and you get so much more done versus when you're go, 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 go. So such a powerful reminder. Thank you for all of us. Yeah. I need it sometimes too. So, um, yeah, yeah. And as far as where you can find me, you can come on over to my podcast, the feminine frequency. Uh, we have over 250 episodes there an amazing community of women who tune in every week. So come on over and find the feminine frequency. And then also you can find me on Instagram at Amy Natalie co. Mm, I love that. And I'm super excited to be guest too, because last time, uh, scheduling mistake, you know, I <laughs> bet I was too much in my, in my feminine, um, happened and, uh, I'm super excited to be there. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for your beautiful work and the beautiful embodiment of healing and radiance and what is really possible for us. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>